Hey love, welcome to the Be Loved Podcast. I'm your girl, Brandy Luna, a versatile Jesus-obsessed faithpreneur who's all about building people up holistically while keeping it real. On this show, you can always expect the juice that will put pep in your mental, physical, spiritual, personal, or relational step. Whether it's just me in your ear or me and a beloved guest, my prayer is that each episode serves you in some way. So buckle up, boo, and let's see what God has in store for us today on the Be Loved Podcast. Be Loved Podcast listeners, welcome back to the Be Loved Podcast. I am pumped that you're here with me today, that you chose to push play on this episode. For my loyals, I know that you haven't heard from your girl in a little while, I turned 30 in March and kind of like disappeared. <laughs> and it's funny because the morning of me turning 30, I was sitting on the living room floor and I was speaking to God and we were just conversating and he was telling me that um, that he was bringing me to a new era and that it was going to feel unfamiliar, but he was going to teach me to, to function in it with a sound mind, with power and with love um, and to really acclimate to this level, you know, and so... It's been kind of that, like, he won playing games when he said that. And I was like, oh my goodness, it really is happening. And um, I've just been kind of just doing the thing um, here and there and focusing on the nonprofit that is still very brand new. It's like a still, it's still a baby right now and pretty stoked at what God is doing within the Beloved Project. If you're not following the Beloved Project on Instagram or on Facebook, go and do that right after this episode, boo. The Beloved underscore project. Uh, on Instagram. We're highly active on there. We always share content that is going to inspire you mentally, physically, and spiritually. Me and my bomb team, who are also very passionate in those three areas, um, always are trying to create content that serves you, just like on this podcast. So anyway, thank you for being patient with me, boo. Thank you for your grace that I hope you're extending to me. I'm super excited to get back with being consistent and bringing you content every single Tuesday so that you can continue on with your journey, boo, with all the blaze. Okay, let's go. So today, I have a really cool story. So not too long ago, um, well, back in April, let me back it up a little bit. So back in April, um, as if you don't know, uh, my nonprofit, The Beloved Project, uh, we do monthly outreaches at a children's home here in Las Vegas called the St. Jude's Ranch for Children. Uh, we target um, foster teenagers because if you don't know, my, my background is um, I was a foster youth and in Texas during my foster teen, I mean, my teenage years. So I have a very soft spot in my heart for teenagers. So we target them because they tend to be forgotten um, in, in different areas. So we go and serve them. We chill with them. We get, we bring dinner like Chick-fil-A, you know what I'm saying? Like just in and out stuff like, you know, teenagers want to eat. Then we bring them a life skill lesson. We hang out with them and help them to just see and just know that they're seen and they're heard and they're loved. And so being there in April, the Lord put it on my heart for me and my team to bring in a life skill lesson about growth. If you don't know this by now, <laughs> I love growth. Like I'm obsessed with growth. It's a, it's a beautiful thing that you don't have to stay where you are, that you can continue to evolve mentally, physically, spiritually, relationally, financially, maritally, like God, there's just, there's just no limits to what God can do in your life as you continue to relinquish control to him in every area of your life. And I'm, I've learned that slash am still learning that, you know, because there's just no cap to God, swear. Anyway, so, um, that being said in April with the life skill lesson that we were teaching them about growth, 
um, the Lord put a vision in my heart to teach them with planting their own plant. And so I was like, all right. So we took little clay pots, some soil, some seeds, and we taught them a lesson about growth and how, you know, how when you plant the seed, how this seed will grow if you do the right things for it, right? And so fast forward, like a month later, which was May-ish, um, my husband, Stephen, he mostly I, I try to do the activities with the kids, but usually I'm the one teaching and like just hopping around from table to table trying to vibe with all the kids or the teens. And so my team is awesome. They're hands on. They're doing the activities with the with the teenagers and stuff. And Stephen, my husband, made his own little clay pot, decorated, blah, 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 planted his home plant. And so he's the only one that was able to bring a plant home. So Again, back in May, he began to see his plant grow, and it was really cool and awesome because I was like, ah, I can't wait to hear about the their their you know flowers or whatever it is that they chose to plant um, because that thing was growing in like hot, you know. And I was like, wow, so amazed with it, and the process is beautiful. And so um, I think it's like towards the end of May, beginning of June, um, which right now it's the end of June that I'm recording this episode, June of 2022. Um, that that plant was flourishing so beautifully however we noticed that it was no longer growing to its fullest potential because it was in a pot that no longer served it it was in a pot that it outgrew and though that pot was super cute okay there was effort that was put into making that pot cute with decorating it and painting it and stuff we just had to face the fact that we needed to uproot that plant and put it into a proper environment where it could continue to grow. Otherwise, if we kept that plant in that smaller pot, it would no longer grow or it would die. And so I was like, oh, that sucks, babe. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to replant it. Okay. So Steven, he more so has more of a green thumb than me. I'm just the type that's like, will you plant it and I'll watch it. And while you water it, that's how we were when we had a yard in Texas. Yards just don't exist in Las Vegas. (laughs) If you have a yard over here, girl, you bougie. Okay. But anyway, so I love to just watch things grow and he has like the green thumb for it, right? So he replants it and I'm thinking that he knows what he's doing. Well, what he did was simply because we didn't have an immediate pot that was suit, I mean, fit for that plant of the next level where it needed to be, he just planted it in another plant that we have um, that's in a much bigger pot. Like it's in a big pot because it's like this much bigger plant than what this little plant was. And sure, this little plant could potentially be as big as this other established plant that we've had forever, but it wasn't time yet to put it into that huge pot. It's like we skipped a whole pot, if that makes sense. So yeah, he's like, I'm just going to put it right here on the side of this plant just for now until we get another pot for it. And I'm like, okay. So then like, it, it wasn't, it wasn't even a week, y'all. It was like three days later or so that plant, our little plant that we planted with our teens, it died. (laughs) It died. I was like, oh my gosh, babe, it died. Like how the heck, like what, you know? And he was like, dang, I think I just like, uh, traumatized it by putting it into a bigger pot. I thought that, you know, it'd be fine until we got another medium pot for it. But dang, I guess I shouldn't have done that. It really like stunted it and and made it die. I was like, wow. And all of a sudden in that, in that moment, the Holy Spirit is ministering to me and telling me that that is exactly what happens with us and how, yes, 
we need to grow. We, it, it, it is our creation to grow. It's, it's almost useless if we stay the same, honestly, because there's so much that we're created to do, you know, individually in a different pace and in a different way. But still, there's so much to each of us that God was intentional in how he created each of us and uniquely. And so I was like, oh my goodness. Okay, well, wow. I'm going to note this because I'm going to podcast about this later. So here we are. Hey. <laughs> and so I wanted to uh, break down three keys as to how to be intentional about your growth to where you're, you're not staying where you are, but you're not, you're not also rushing the process to where you like are stunted or, you know, it really takes you out because you've jumped way too many levels thinking that that was the right move. You know what I'm saying? So, um, here's three keys. Y'all ready? Three little gold nuggets. Here we go. Here we go. All right. So number one, fill your mind with the right material. Okay. Material. So I know that there, there are seasons, you know, if you're a reader, you know what I mean? If you're a pot, if you like listening to podcasts like this one, if you like to watch TV, if you like to listen to music, um, the voices that you're hearing in your everyday life, like sure. If you're a growth mentality type of person, for a season, they may, those, those books and those podcasts and those TV episodes or the, the music you listen to, the voices that you listen to, they may, you know, serve you and they may help you and they may challenge you and they may prune you. You know, God may use those things to help you to evolve and grow. But it, it, it's almost, it's very rare that you stay in that same element. Like, for instance, I remember... Um, Oh gosh, I don't know. It was a long time ago, years and years ago, way before I met my husband. I was already, you know, completely saved. Like I knew that the Holy Spirit was living in me and and, and just helping me to know more about him, X, Y, and Z. And I was at this red light and I'm jamming out to, if you've ever heard of this person, you know, if you know, you know, his name is Zero. He's like an underground rapper in Texas, right? I was thuggish, ruggish, y'all. Don't judge me. At that red light and I zoomed off. And like, it was almost from that day forward. It's not that I don't listen to secular music, you guys. Yes, I have a Holy Spirit living in me, but I can jam out to some Bruno Mars here and there. You know what I'm saying? I can jam out to, I love to meet some Taylor Swift when I'm in my fields. Don't get me, oh, don't even get me started with Mariah Carey, y'all. Cause if you don't, yeah, that's my girl. And we have the same birthday. So how can I not? You know what I'm saying? Like Alicia Keys, Rascal Flats, like, um, you know, uh, just, just different, like pop and like some hip hop, you know, I really can't get down with the rap these days. I just can't y'all. It's just too much for me, but you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, I jam out, but it's like, I always am intentional about what the spirit is behind the music. Like if it's truly talking about depression and, and, you know, you know, I could take a man if I want to type that type vibe. I'm like, no, nah, that's not for me because it's not who I am and it's not pouring into where I'm going. You know what I'm saying? But if I feel like, like, you know, sw- while I'm sweeping in my kitchen or like mopping my, my house up, you know what I'm saying? Like cleaning and I want to like feel happy and I want to just dance, you know what I'm saying? Then I'm going to put on some happy music that's life-giving and, and, and joyous and, and it, it brings like just happy in a happy environment, you know what I mean? 
Um, I'm just very, very intentional about what I'm allowing into my mind, basically. And if it's anything to do that's not, you know, pleasing and loving and kind and good and, you know, merciful and, and, and joyous and peaceful, then I ain't trying to hear it or I'm not trying to read it. You know what I mean? I'm not trying to see it, honestly. Um, because again, it's not some religious view. It's, it's literally the Holy Spirit living in me. Yeah. And I, he's also taught me that I'm wasting my time if I'm listening, if I'm seeing, if I'm um, hearing words and content that aren't, you know, f- I mean, like aren't feeding me as to where I'm going, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? So that's number one, you guys. Fill your mind with real or with the right material. And number two, fill your life with the right people. Oh my goodness. Like this is crazy important, you guys. It is vital as to who you choose to be your circle. Now, in my life personally, I was just talking to a friend about this, or maybe my husband, I don't know, one or the other, the other day, uh, or maybe it was my mom. Anyway, whatever. About how it was, it's so cool that God really prepared me for where I am today. As he does all of us, if we look in retrospect, you guys, like God has always prepared us to where we are now. And he's continuing to prepare us right now to where we're going, like if we allow him, right? So, um, as I mentioned before, um, I was a foster teenager, you know, but before that, you know, my childhood was very, very unstable, you know, hopping from house to house, town to town, school to school. So I had to really learn how to make new friends everywhere I went. Otherwise, I would be friendless. So each time I would move schools, which would be like twice a year, twice or three times a school year, every single year. I'm not kidding you guys. It was very like, whoa. Um, and not including the amount of times we move houses in that same town. Um, I, again, like I would, here I go again, starting a new school. And so new lunchroom, y'all know how kids get in that anxiety. If I'm giving you triggers right now, probably because that anxiety that when you walk into a cafeteria and you have no idea who you're going to sit with, who you're going to fit in with, you know what I mean? Then I had like, it was almost like I had to pull it out of me to be brave enough to go and talk to somebody. Otherwise I'd be that, you know, person sitting by myself or not being able to um, experience, you know, new relationships, new people, you know what I mean? And so then moving into foster care, you know, thankfully, you know, it, it wasn't a situation where I was from foster home to foster home. I was only placed in two homes, two times, one with my aunt and another with a foster, with foster parents. And after that, I was just emancipated and been on my own. But, you know, in, 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 in reality, God was preparing me to, you know, be a people person because I had to learn how to approach people and, and vibe with people. And I'm thankful for it because nowadays I can really vibe with literally anybody. Like I can get on anyone's level because I've learned people and I've learned, you know, just how to respect them and treat them, um, you know, with respect, no matter who you are, no matter how you smell, how, no matter where you come from, how you look, how you dress, like, I'm going to at least respect you, you know what I'm saying? Because you're a human being, you got feelings, and you bleed red too, you know what I mean? So, anyway, gosh, I chased a rabbit right there. However, with meeting the right people, you guys, it is so vital as to who you're allowing to speak to you and in you. I always say, I always hear people, listen, I'll hear anybody out, anybody, literally, but there, there's very, very select few that I allow to speak into me. So, you could speak to me. But there's very few, again, that I allow to speak in me. Does that make sense? And growing spiritually and growing, you know, ministerially and, and growing career-wise and, you know, just growing in general, like we're talking about right now, evolving, um, I've realized that 
there are times and seasons for relationships and friendships and in and, and, and jobs that seasons are just over you know what I mean like that you know your 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 circles you know in one season like we were talking about books podcasts tv shows things like that you know how it once you know was a benefit to you and you to them or it to you know what I'm saying that's how it is with relationships and people as well you guys um I really believe that the people that you choose to be in your circle is how you're going to, um, let's see, what's the word, how you're going to know where you're headed, if that makes sense. Um, something that I am currently learning is, I, or what I've decided for myself, as far as my circle, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I enjoy, you know, serving people, you know, stopping and, 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 and taking the time to listen and serve whenever, you know, I've you know, tended to my spiritual needs and mental needs. And I have, you know, an overflow to, you know, share with others. But I've learned that as far as who I connect myself with, if they're not on the same level as me mentally and uh, spiritually, then I can't kick it with you, boo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, and if it's a one-sided thing, like if I'm always the one doing the pouring and the giving and the encouraging and the affirming and the praying and the, you know what I'm saying? Like going to war for that person. I'm, then it might as well turn into a mentorship rather than a relationship. You know what I mean? Which I'm always down for. But if that's the case, like I, I will disconnect myself from that person as my circle and will now, you know, view it as a mentorship, which is completely fine. But I need my circle to be, you know, I need to borrow belief sometimes because I have dreams that are just insane that the Lord downloads into my spirit. And with, with what I'm doing, you know, I know that comes warfare and, and truly like demonic attacks in my dreams and in my life. And you know what I'm saying? So I need warriors around me. I need people who know exactly where I'm coming from. That way, if I'm having a day, which some days do come where I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm under attack right now. Like I'm, truly like I need I need I need prayer you know what I'm saying like anyway I just think that from from what I've learned and what I'm learning like I said is I am now at a place where if we're not on the same level spiritually and mentally or you're not ahead of me to where I'm learning from you then I've got to disconnect from you you know what I'm saying because I feel like where God is taking me is very important to me because I know that where he's taking me is it's it just it's a it's a it's a it's a mandate on my life to 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 fulfill because other people God is going to use me to reach other people that's a big thing in my eyes and in my heart and in my spirit I don't take that lightly and so when I feel that I'm being drained from my environment I mean from the people around me rather than being encouraged and being affirmed and being you know I'm saying like being um refreshed you know what I mean if I'm leaving my quote-unquote connections feeling depleted and feeling discouraged or feeling compared to then I'm like am I in the right connection you know what I'm saying like is this right for me not that not that the other person's a bad person or evil or anything like that it's just like man man maybe maybe this is a different season maybe we're maybe this is a time where you know um I'm no longer connected to this person in that way and that's okay and that's okay you know what I'm saying there's nothing wrong with that again um, it's not that you or the other person, that per- other person may feel the same about you. You know what I'm saying? You're not everybody's, you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea in every season. And that's something that I've learned too. You know what I mean? 
And so anyway, all that to say to sum that point up, you guys, is just be careful and like be mindful and be okay with realizing that sometimes you've got to let you've got to disconnect with family members you've got to disconnect with friends you've got to disconnect with certain people who again are are depleting you and are draining you and it's just a one end thing it's a one-sided thing and you're no longer learning from them or being encouraged by them or being refreshed by them just as well as you're doing for them if that makes sense you know what i mean because you always want to reciprocate in friendship and relationship and marriage like you you do 100 100 in order to make that work but again, it's not to say other people, though, because if other people aren't quite where you're at mentally and spiritually just yet, they're on their way there. That's where you turn around and give them your overflow from you being in the presence of God and being around your connections, your people, your circle, who, again, are, you know, I'm saying speaking life into you, praying for you, encouraging you, affirming you just as well as you're doing for them. You know what I'm saying? So take a look at your 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 your, your people that you're always around and if that's where you want to if that's where you feel like you need to be cool stay chill like continue to learn and grow and be and um and rejuvenate refresh refuel recharge and and be you you know what i'm saying be you and be loved but if it's like no longer those things where you're not feeling those things you're not really being challenged and encouraged and affirmed to continue to grow into the man or woman of god that god has called you to be then maybe we should reevaluate your connections you know what i'm saying so, all right, enough of that one. So number three, all right, so fill your life with right in the right environment. So in the environment, you guys, now, this one, <laughs> I didn't realize it was such a mental thing, but again, learning a lot about mental health, your environment has a lot to do with how your mind is functioning. So for me, honestly, you guys, I was raised like, well, in my childhood, cleaning, like living in a clean environment was non-existent. You know what I mean? It was just not a thing, you know, being in a clean home. It was just, it wasn't, I wasn't raised with it, you know? And so then going into foster care, um, and living with my foster family, uh, I was such a rough teenager, y'all, like very hard to approach from adults, from adults, like from my foster parents specifically, like I just could not stand to be around them for some reason. I just was so, there was so much unhealed trauma in my spirit, in my heart, in my soul that like for some, something about them, I just couldn't vibe with. And so I'm like very push offy. So they just couldn't, they didn't feel like they could discipline me. So they did it. So they never pushed cleaning on me. They never really pushed, um, you know, yeah, cleaning basically. And so I just had this mentality and this comfortable mentality of living in a messy environment. You know, clothes everywhere, papers, you know, bed unmade, like, you know what I mean? And so then, and this is me being vulnerable, you guys, okay? So then me, you know, coming into adulthood and then merging into marriage, um, thankfully, marrying someone that's complete opposite he is very steven my husband is very neat he's very clean he's very just you know orderly and that's just not me i'm a messy creative but yeah and hopefully i do pray like father help me to be even more neat by the time we have kids because <laughs> um, that's something that again i've learned is like having a neat environment helps me mentally you know, my environment, I like it to smell nice. I like it to look clean and neat. Not perfect. Not like nobody lives here and we're living on Disney on ice or, you know what I'm saying? But just neat and clean. It's just very, very refreshing to my mental health. And again, when my husband's on TDY, he's in the Air Force, he leaves sometimes. No, I don't make my bed. Don't tell him I told you, but it's just what it is. <laughs> I'm gonna work on that, okay? Now that I have my, myself accountable with you guys. But yeah, 
our environment, keeping your home clean, keeping your car clean. That's also another thing that my, my husband has helped me with was, which is keeping my car clean. It helps me mentally just to drive to and from work in a clean car with a nice air freshener. And I'm jamming out to my worship music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a vibe. It helps me mentally. So if you're not in a good environment and there's no way of you getting out and there's no way of you changing it, then remove yourself, boo. If you can, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to convince you to quit your job or anything, but I'm just, I just know that like I, I I guard my environment. Like, no, you know, I am a peaceful person. I am a happy person. Like I'm not going to have my days spending in in negativity because that messes with my mental health and I ain't trying to do all that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't live my life like that. I don't been set free from that drama life and I don't want to go back. Okay. So yes, you guys, your, your car, your church, your home, your job, like your environment again, like pay attention to it and make sure that it's in a place where there's peace and there's happiness and there's joy and there's rest and, and rejuvenation and, and you know what I mean? All this to say, so you can go out and continue to grow and be the person and do the things that God has called you to be and do. Again, you don't want to stay where you're at. By this time next year, you want to be different. By this time next year, you want to you want to think different. You want to dream bigger. You want to go do better. You know what I mean? Otherwise, like what are we doing with life? You know what I'm saying? Like let's let's be better. Let's grow. Let's do more um in the in, in our own grace and capacity as much as our grace and capacity allows us to in each season. And let's be who God has called us to be, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So don't be scared to step out. Don't be scared to disconnect. And it doesn't mean you have to be shady with people. Don't be shady with people. People are people, like I said. But if you're having to disconnect with a family member or a friend because they're no longer an environment or a person that's like um, beneficial to who God is calling you to be and where God is calling you to go, then still respect them and still love them and still encourage them and pray for them. You know what I mean? Don't be stuck up or anything like that. But as far as you being connected to them as them being one of your, you know, go-tos for you, then that's, that's you know what I'm saying? Like, just be mindful of that, you know? And don't be scared to make those moves that you're feeling prompted to do because I promise you, God will always replace things for where you're going, where you're at. You know what I mean? And he will always call you. He says, he says he takes you from glory to glory and faith to faith. That means we're always growing and going. We always have a place to be and always have a thing to do with him because life with him is so fun, y'all. Like he's already showing me things that are going to happen next year and I'm bumped and I'm excited. I ain't going to say nothing because we got a plan. Me, Holy Spirit got a plan and do the thing. But Anyway, you guys, I really hope that this episode inspires you and encourages you to continue to grow and just analyze your environment. Think about what you're putting into your mind. Think about the people in your life and think about your environment that you're living in and you're doing life in. And if it's not, again, helping you to challenging you, inspiring you and encouraging you to grow and be better and, 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 and evolve up to the man or woman of God that God's called you to be then do some, you know what I'm saying? Do, do some tough decisions, all right? And, and it's okay. Help the whole, ask the Holy Spirit to help you with those decisions. And it will always, um, you know, you'll always transition in peace with the help of the Holy Spirit, okay? So I'll leave you with this quote and I'm gonna let you be boo. Okay, so it says, growth is painful. Change is painful, but nothing is as painful as staying stuck somewhere you don't belong. Okay, and you can, when you outgrow a season, when you outgrow a place, a thing, a person, then you're 
all of a sudden you're in a place where you don't know you no longer belong you know what i'm saying your soul is going to be like aching because there's going to be more out there that you're not evolving to it's going to just sting and just be uncomfortable until you make a move so i'm telling you boo right now bust a move okay until next time i love you guys be loved and be blessed Mwah. it's me again. (laughs) Thanks a bunch for tuning into today's episode. I pray that there was at least one gold nugget that you could take and apply to your life. And listen, before you leave, I wanted to invite you to go and follow my nonprofit's journey where me and my epic team create content that will build you up holistically. And you can watch what's popping with our foster youth outreaches. That's on Instagram at the B underscore loved project. Also question, have you had a chance to read my book yet? Like a palm tree? no go snag it on amazon boo and may it encourage you to trust the one true god that can make you strong and resilient like a palm tree